Welcome back to another Reason to Behold podcast and this one is a replay from one of our live streams on YouTube. Um, if you haven't already seen any of the live streams, check it out on YouTube at Reason to Behold. We just talk all things godly Christian content and you can watch us having a conversation with all sorts of different people on all sorts of different subjects. So without further ado, here's the conversation. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the first live stream in a little while for Reason to Behold. I am absolutely excited to be back. I've missed this so much. Um, today, 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 today is going to be a good one. We're going to be talking about Instagram for Christians, Instagram for Christians. Um, this is something that we've been thinking about, chewing about. It's been something in our conversations lately. And I think the reality is that you know, here's some quick quick facts about Instagram. There's just over 1 billion users worldwide on Instagram. 71% of monthly active users are under 35. So that's a whole lot of people who are within our age range, or at least the typical following of RTB. Users spend an average of 53 minutes a day on the platform. And that's made up of Christians, non-Christians, people that believe God exists, people that don't. Like just across the board, there's a ton of us spending a whole lot of time on here and at least close to an hour every single day. So we're going to be talking about whether Instagram is really a platform useful for Christians. We're going to be talking about whether, you know, it's it's a it's a trap and it's something that we shouldn't be using. If it can be used for good, so many different things, temptation and more. And so... We're going to get right into it. I'm going to start off by introducing some of our speakers for the day, starting off with Kadeem. Welcome, Kadeem. And by the way, for those who don't know, we are international now. It's official, okay? Because <laughs> Kadeem is definitely not from the UK. Um, so for no, Kadeem sir. and everybody else who's going to introduce themselves, um, just a few quick questions for you to do. Your name your location, and would you consider yourself to be more of a consumer, contributor, or both on Instagram? Mm, okay. Um, yeah, so my name is Kadeem. Uh, I'm from Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Um, would I consider myself to be more of a consumer, contributor, or both? Well, I'm trying to be more of a contributor, so I started yeah. doing some things on Instagram that I have not continued for two weeks. Um, you say that. I have tried. <laughs> I think, I think Kadeem's playing it down a little bit. Kadeem is up on Instagram preaching truth, guys. Like, if you don't already know, like, at Kadeem Edwards, he's the guy. He's putting up some real fire content on Instagram, breaking down that I'm truth. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying. That's fine. All right. We're going to bring up the next person who is Mr. <laughs> Abraham. All right, guys, how's it going? We good, bro. We good. How you doing? I'm well, I'm well. Good, good, good. So we know your name. What's your location? And would you say that you're more of a consumer contributor or both on Instagram? Okay, my location. I'm, I'm local. I'm in London. London boy. South London. London boy. Come on, South London. <laughs> um, yeah, I think I'm a bit of both. Okay. Yeah, I'll say I'm a bit of both. Yeah. That's good. Don't worry. We're going to get into that a little bit <laughs> later. <laughs> so next up, you guys already know that I'm always doing a special introduction for this particular guest. No guest to me. My other half, the one that God blessed me with. <laughs> wife. 
Nash. Hi, everyone. Hey, Nash, how you doing? Hey, Nash. Oh, hi, guys. How's it going? What's going on? So, Nash, so we know your name. Yes. Location. And would you say that you're more of a consumer, contributor, or both? UK and both. But I'd probably say more of a contributor than consumer. Okay, more of a contributor than a consumer. Yeah. So she's also downplaying it a little bit as well because she does a bit more than contribute. If you check her out on Instagram, you'll see that she is posting tons of content regularly. So she's pretty much, she, Instagram might as well employ her. You're not serious. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, we're going to get straight into the conversation for the day. Um, we've got some questions lined up. Um, anybody watching as well, first of all, again, welcome to the channel. Welcome to the conversation. This isn't just about us in front of you having a conversation amongst ourselves. You guys are a part of this conversation too. So please do feel free to drop your questions, your comments anything you're saying in the in, in the comment section and we'd be happy to to use that as part of our conversation and build from there so straight up first question is instagram just a self-focused highlight reel is instagram just a self-focused highlight reel what do you guys think i think it can be it doesn't have to be what do you mean i think it's a tool at the end of the day i think instagram as with anything else like our mobile phone the tools they can help us to either do good things or bad things so i think it doesn't have to be a self-focused highlight reel i think it's how we the users use it is what determines what it kind of becomes um sort of like money money in itself is not evil but it's how we view it how we use it where we like place it in our hearts and in our lives is what makes it off key or not so for me i think is it just a self-focused highlight reel i wouldn't say it is because it's blessed me in many areas however i do think a lot of people on there are doing self-focused highlight reels but it doesn't have to be that way so i think yeah. instagram is just more reflective of where our hearts are rather than the tool itself being the issue if that makes sense yeah, yeah. i hear you what do you brothers think? Um, I would say by a large, it, it is. I would say by a large, it really is just a self-focused highlight reel. In the I like, sense we've that... already got some differences of opinion. We love it. We ain't even five minutes in. <laughs> no, this I, 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 don't, I don't know if I disagree either. No, I'm joking, the, yeah. That the handful of people that you get that say, I'm going to be intentional about this, and I'm going to focus on what I use it for. They're intentional about it, and they focus on what they use it for, right? And so you can like go on two people's accounts and you can know, okay, this person is, is, is doing this methodically and you can go on like somebody else's account and you can be like, this person's just on Instagram. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So like I had an Instagram with like almost like 900 followers and like I kept trying to clean it up for like months and like just make it like usable. And, but it was too much of a, this is someone who's just on Instagram. And I really wanted to be intentional about how I, so I just pushed it aside, started a brand new Instagram. Wow. Right? Because yeah. like, I didn't want to waste my time or people's. And you get a lot, by a large, I would say like, you get a lot of people who are like, just there to scroll and look at pics and click like and 
not even click the click the shop option option on Instagram. Linked <laughs> bio, none of that. Trying to purchase your stuff. <laughs> not even, none of it. None of it. I'm just here to just look, just waste my life a little bit, you know. And then you get the people who are like, I have something for you. I have something to offer you. I have something to give you. Mm. You can you can clearly see a difference. I think, mm. for the most part, to you. Got you. Real good, Abraham. What are you saying? Yeah, man. I think um, Nash and Kadim answered it really well. I think it's, it is a a bit of both. You know, it's. It depends on the person and their perspective of it, you know. So some people come on and they're quite strategic. Maybe they're promoting a business or a brand or, you know, there's something that they're there for in it and they kind of stay focused on that very thing they're doing. And other people come because, yeah, they want to just post about themselves and the highlights and the, the good times and stuff like that. So, yeah, I think it, it depends on the individual. Okay. Okay. I think I agree with most of what you guys have said as well. Um, I, I don't know, man. I think, do you know, Instagram in a lot of ways for me, like it's, it's a tool. I agree with what you, how you described it as well. And it's just a platform. It, it's kind of like a digital extension of the real world in some ways anyway. Um, but I think just like the real world as a platform, there are certain things that are there for good and certain things that are there for bad, things that will help yeah. you and things that won't. Mm, and so I think like just to probably say a piece on what I think on the, the subject Instagram is one of those things that you have to understand I think the environment you're in like I don't yeah. think that it's a kind the kind of place that you can just go into blindly and and come out okay because if you are just mm-hmm. literally just showing up to Instagram and you're not aware of the context you're not aware of the environment especially as a Christian mm-hmm. I feel like there are so many pitfalls and so many things which we'll talk about later that you can fall into so I don't think that the platform itself is purely like a self-focused highlight rule, but I think that because it is a platform used by human beings who are sinful, who are selfish, prideful, and all of these different kind of things, as we all have been, um, I think that in itself means that it's a platform that will reflect that same kind of an attitude. And so it will be very self-focused in a lot of ways and it comes down to who the individual person is but we've got another question for you guys and i think abraham's gonna like this one for those who don't know abraham is is huge on mental health um and that's why i said that but the question is what about mental health how do you feel instagram affects us um yeah definitely is i guess people feel a certain pressure that their life has to look a certain way you know that they've got to have it all together and i think it could affect people that are dealing with like low self-esteem or you know that sort of thing or insecurities because Mm. they kind of feel like right everyone else is perfect you know these times everyone's just putting on like you said a highlight reel of their best moments they're not showing you everything so i think yeah definitely that can affect someone's mental health you know but then also i think about it like Sometimes when things trigger us, yeah, they just show us that there was really something there deep-rooted mm. as well. Do you know what I'm saying? So if you're on Instagram and something has triggered you, like that thing was already there. Mm. But it's now for you to kind of, I guess, do the work and search for something. Right, like, why did this trigger me? But um, yeah, I definitely think it can have a negative effect on, on people's mental health as well. Mm. 
So when you're saying about the, the triggered scene, like how do you mean? What like any examples you can think of? Yeah, so say for example, you see someone post up uh, a picture of their new car they just got, yeah? Mm. And you're thinking, wow, man, I ain't even got a car, you know? I ain't even got a little runner. This person's getting something in the Porsche, you know? <laughs> like, that person's picture isn't the issue. Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? I think the issue is deeper than that. Like, you're not happy with where you are, mm. you know? And that person showing that has kind of just triggered you and kind of, I guess, reminded you of where you are and that place that you're not happy about being at, mm. do you know? And um, you, what we can feel guilty in doing is, all right, I'm just going to delete Instagram, but not really deal with the root issue. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, you can come up with a one that will help on a surface level, but you've got to deal with the actual issue of why it triggered you you know, why are you not happy where you're at? And yeah, tackle that. That's real good. And I think that's such a good point about the deleting it as well. Mm. Um, Kadeem, you got something to say? Let me tell you something. Instagram is the most toxic thing that ever happened to this world. <laughs> <laughs> like social media is bad, like on a whole, social media is bad. like. But like, <laughs> at least like everything is like reined in. Like Facebook, my mom's on Facebook, whatever. WhatsApp, mm. my grandma's on WhatsApp, whatever. <laughs> TikTok, I'm too old for that, whatever. But Instagram, Instagram's toxic. When you tell yourself, I'm, in, I'm gonna delete Instagram because I'm paying too much attention to it. The mm. whole six hours or five hours and 45 minutes that you keep Instagram deleted off your phone. You're thinking about Instagram the whole time. <laughs> You see what I'm saying? That means it messed you up. That means that you're in it. You know what I mean? And what people fail to realize is that Instagram is like, it really plays on you psychologically. So it really like, um, all these little things of, of likes and um, uh, getting comments and all that kind of stuff. We don't realize that that's playing on us psychologically. It's doing something to our dopamine release. And it's like, yeah, yeah, I gotta get this. And the more of this I get, what? What? The more of you you get, what? What happens? Mm. You see what I'm saying? I think Instagram is so toxic, mm. um, but I love it, and that's proof that it's toxic. Mm. <laughs> I love being on Instagram. I love seeing what my. I'll give you an example. I can go on Instagram and I'll see like celebrities. I'll see like rappers, and they're like they're rich and they're whatever. And like Instagram wants me to see that because Instagram wants me to click like, and that's fine. That's whatever. And I'm I'm not bothered by any of that. But if I see a man that I know and he lives in my city and I know where he works and he has a gold tooth, I need a gold tooth now. Why do I not? Sure, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. It never used to be like that. It wasn't like that exactly. You know, you would run into that man with a gold tooth. Oh, you got a gold tooth. And then he'll tell you a story and he'll explain to you, yeah, well, I was fighting a hippopotamus and kicked out my tooth and now I need a gold tooth. Okay. But now it's just, you go on Instagram, a man has a gold tooth, he's flexing, he's flossing, you need a gold tooth too, because you're not, mm. it's destroying our mind's heart. So unless we like rein it in, and that really starts, I think, in your own personal Christian discipline, because mm. what do we have to do with our with, with, with our Christian lifestyle? Rein everything in anyways. Mm. Everything has to be reined in. Food has to be reined in, that's why we fast. You know, mm. water has to be reined in, that's why we fast. Everything is basically why we fast, but why we wake up at this time of day and say, I'm gonna pray or why we make sure that we pray 
um, before nightfall or why we do anything that has anything that pertains to our Christian discipline. It's so that none of those things master us and we master yeah. them. Right? Mm-hmm. Instagram is certainly mastering society. TikTok is coming for its number one spot. Mm. So, a lot of negative factors. For sure. For sure. What do you think, Nash? Um, I think, yeah, everything that the guys have said, I agree. I think that it does um, affect our mental health. How do I think it affects it? I think it is, yeah, comparison for a title of what you guys are describing. It causes you to compare your life to people you probably wouldn't have never thought about. Um, I think that another thing that I've seen is Instagram can cause offence to rise in your heart that probably wouldn't have happened before because I think mm. stuff like seeing other people having fun without you people you personally know from your church or from your other circle of friends or having lunch together and you're like oh I didn't get invited what are you doing there oh mm. like that that's offence you, you become offended that mm. you know they didn't even invite you or someone so is having a birthday or something and that like, it can get in your heart like little seeds so that's yeah. one way I think it affects us because you I feel like it's it's information overload it's like yeah. you know information you probably wasn't really supposed to know um, and if you didn't know you wouldn't have been thinking about it so I think it I think it just sometimes gives us too much information that we can't process accordingly because our brain can't process that way and also just as people I think it's a bit like I don't know it's just hard it's hard to be seeing so many different people living so many different lives and if you yeah if you haven't kind of got if you haven't really got your own life set up your own foundation still being built I feel like it can be really dangerous for you to be on somewhere like that I feel like there needs to be this is my personal opinion when it comes to Instagram as a believer I feel like there needs to be a level of maturity in your walk or there needs to be a level of like discipleship while you're on there um where you're having conversations like this to keep you aware and to keep you not ignorant of the devil's devices as the bible says um just so that you're not on there just being idle um even though i'm sure all of us are on there being idle but it's at least good if you know about it because at least the conviction hits you and you're like i shouldn't be here i should i really shouldn't be here and then you're like, I need to do something else. And that's good. But I think it's more, it's sad and it's harmful to us when you don't even have the conviction and you're just sitting there consuming with no thought about anything um, and stuff. So for me, I just think that it it's too much information. Like, we're not God. We don't need to know all of these things that we know about people's lives. Mm. So I think, yeah, it's just too much information. Mm. No, for sure. That information and and, and Pris- Priska had a little comment on that as well. Information overload. Yes, I agree with that one thousand percent. Like, I th- I just feel like <clears throat> there was, there was a... before before social media and the internet, we were comparing ourselves with our neighbors, the people that we could see, the people who, the neighbor who bought the new car. You know, you saw whatever they had, and it was kind of like, oh okay now they've got this if you were going to compare yourself you compared yourself to that it either made you feel good or it made you feel bad about yourself you compared yourself to the people that you went to church with oh they're flexing they got new cars they got new shoes they got this and it kind of was it meant that the the number of people you were comparing yourself to was so much smaller 
mm-hmm. but with the internet and social media and something like Instagram as an example, we're dealing with like a worldwide pool of comparison. And so what are you doing? You're gonna go and, nuts. And, and you know the crazy thing about it as well is that when you're comparing yourself to people on the internet, it's not even like you're necessarily comparing yourself to the real thing. Because sometimes what we see is such a false and fake presentation of what isn't mm-hmm. real. Whereas when you're comparing yourself to your neighbors, you know, if they look like they've got a happy marriage when they're getting into the car, you live next door to them. So you hear them shouting and you know what the truth yeah. is. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> so, yeah, but I'm just going to run through some of the comments um, so far. So we've got lots of people laughing. Um, that girl who's commenting right there with the laughing, she's so pretty. <laughs> I, I can hook girl. you up with her if you're I would marry that girl. I would, I would marry that girl right now. Yeah, what's, what's going on here? This is why Abraham's here thinking, are they that Whoa. direct in Canada? <laughs> Who are you bringing into the line? Like, what is going on? You got to give me the memo. <laughs> Karen bro, said, you know. <laughs> Karen said, Karen said truth um, Q Wilson said a little runner <laughs> so for those who, who, of you who might not know what that is that's like a banger a little, yeah. a little beater that's what they call it in, in like Canada and America right um, a really broke down card basically that just gets you from A to B Greg G Dub said a hippo and Zena said she agrees with what you said as well, Nash. And the lady that you said is really pretty, Kadim. She's kind of like putting her face in, <laughs> hand in her face. I think that's a little bit of a response for you. And she's also sure said, behave. <laughs> <laughs> so um, Q Wilson's got a really interesting comment here as well. He said, he or she said, Instagram is just we got a tool. Q. Okay, there we good. He said, Instagram is just a tool. The tool isn't perverse. The user of the tool perverts it. The question is, what are you going on Instagram to do? Who do you follow? Who we follow will determine what we see. Yes. What do you guys think about that? Agree. But then it's like, sometimes you follow, like, I don't know how true this is, but I've heard if you follow someone and they're following a few wild people, your explore page can get a bit messy. Yeah, I think it's true because I see some things that I shouldn't see. Yeah. And I don't care for So sometimes it's like, is there really, a, I guess there's a way you can reduce it, but you're still going to kind of come across something, kid. Oh, yeah, explore page. I think. If someone you're following it, you know what I'm saying? Yes and no. I think, I think like on an ordinary way of using Instagram, definitely like, if you're following X amount of people or X people and they like they have certain interests because Instagram is all about connecting people, right? Yeah. So they want to be like, Oh, hey Abraham, you seem to follow, you know, Arnold Reasons. Arnold seems to like this basketball player and he likes Kadeem and he likes Nash Amber. Do you want to follow them as well? Mm. It's, mm. it's it's based on trying to connect you to be like if you're if you've got like minded friends, then they'll like maybe you like the things that they like but there is ways that you can kind of play the game when it comes to instagram where you Mm. can kind of um based on things you like a lot and you comment on a lot it can override some of the suggestions they give to you so something Mm. i personally do 
one, I try to limit how many people I follow. I have a rule. I don't follow more than 150 accounts because I don't. I can't deal with more than 150 messages at a time. It's just crazy. Um, and if I want to follow a new account, I have to unfollow someone before I can follow somebody brand new. It just okay. keeps me in check. That's one thing I do. Mm, it's rough. Say again. So that's rough. It's rough, but it keeps, <laughs> it keeps my. It keeps me like level-headed to know so if you're in the 150 you got to compete and make sure your content's good and wholesome and helpful so yes, that you don't get cut out it's not toxic it's just is there any redemption for someone that gets removed for the 150 to come back <laughs> yes it's possible it's always possible because sometimes it's corporate to show me you again I'm like oh, okay so now we can bring you back you have um, to come with sackcloth and ashes listen <laughs> another, another thing that I do as well is um, I like I like to use Instagram every so often. I'll go to things that interest me that might not be people related. This might sound mm. crazy, but for example, okay. I love um, like architecture buildings. Okay. So I will literally at the top, you know, right at the top of Instagram where it shows you travel, this, yeah. this. I'll go to mm. like architecture and I'll just start liking houses, commenting. And with the more I do that over time, Instagram now starts to say, Oh, you seem to be commenting okay, a lot of houses. Yeah. You must mm. like more. So that's one mm. way you can get your explore page to start being less people focused and seeing people's lives mm. and more stuff focused. Yeah. So you might want to say, you know what, I just want to start liking loads of tech stuff, iPhones, iPads. Mm. Oh, I love this feature. Da, 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 da. The more you start engaging with it, Instagram's like, Oh, yeah. you seem to be really engaging with this this space let me mm. give you more of that content so that's one thing or two ways that i try to like um determine what i see and try to control it as much as possible because they always try it they always be trying mm. it. Um, that works i did that with um when i started my new account i've done yeah. that with uh street photography because I'm, I'm a photographer yeah. and i'm into like a lot of street photography so like mm. the first thing that i did was i followed um like six street photographers from like new york a few from sydney and a few from from london that was the first thing i did and then refresh my explore page and then i just kept liking 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 all the first i'm hearing about this like right. literally i don't even know about this so this is quite practical for me yeah i learned it from my wife do, i think i had no idea yeah. I don't even think I did. I feel like she probably just knows because we're content creators. Me and Kadeem's wife, we're both content creators. So we sit on these platforms and learn on these platforms all the time. So you learn these little, little things because we're we're there to, to give and to put content out there. And we're trying not mm. to fall into the trap. So you have yeah. to sometimes play the game to try and make it make, make sense and make it work for you. Otherwise, you, you, you just go down a rabbit hole and it's so hard to come out of. Sure. Sure. And I think this is the verse that came to mind for me. If your right eye causes you to sin, tear it out and throw it away. If the person you're following on Instagram causes you to sin, unfollow, delete, block. <laughs> but it is you know better what, for you to lose one of your members than your whole body be thrown into hell. Mm. And I think like the reason why this verse came to mind for me is because on that point Nash was speaking about with her rule about the 150, um, I just think like like i said instagram and these social platforms they're they're kind of an extension of the real world um and so for me the way i look at it is we have to start getting really cutthroat about who we are following going back to the person's comment that actually started this conversation um 
we have to get cutthroat about it because <clears> at the end of the day, like there's there's no point in me continuing to go down a path if I know that I'm following this person, I'm seeing their content, it's influencing the content that I'm seeing elsewhere because I'm following 15 or 20 other people who are just like this person and just making a decision to say, you know what, Instagram is a tool. I understand the climate and I understand that every single image that I engage with, that I see, every single person that I follow, all of the videos that I watch, it influences what I'm going to see next time. And I can see how Satan really uses that so strategically because it's the principle of sowing and reaping, like in the digital world, where you might just skip through today. You might see a few images. You might watch a few videos, like just on a random. And then you come off the platform and you're like, all right, cool. I've I've had my fear. I've had my fair share. I'm full. Yeah. A few Mm. days later, two days later, a week later, after you've done that a few times, you start to re- you won't even realize the change in the content you're seeing or the things that are being suggested to you but all yeah. of a sudden you now find yourself in a position where you're overloaded with content that is just not helpful and yeah. and i think that's where we really have to come to a place where we value and prioritize keeping ourselves fixed on our priorities and our values and our kingdom perspective mm-hmm. above feeling like we need to know what's going on with the kardashians or feeling like we need to know what's going on with this celebrity or it's not even just the celebrities now it's even the people who we know on a personal level yeah or who we see more closer to ourselves that we just it's not really helping us if anything it's harming us i think as well yeah. like it's when we become honest with ourselves isn't it? because <laughs> like, sometimes you can see someone like say for example someone's following someone that's always putting out like Let's say someone's trying to lose weight, let's say, and they're following someone that is slim or whatever, yeah. And they they don't know that that's affecting them, but they'll be like, oh, this is my motivation. Yeah, Listen, yeah, yeah. You still yeah. haven't put a foot in that gym. Come on. What motivation <laughs> is happening in your life? Yeah, Listen, yeah. You to, do you get what I'm saying? So I think a lot of times we're not honest with ourselves while we're following certain people and, you know, actually saying, you know what, this is why I'm following them and I need to step away from this as well. Do you know? Yeah. And that motivation thing, that's... That one I had to I had to kind of come out of because certain times I'll you know follow certain people that you know I've all like mm. I'll say they're putting up certain things that at first I thought right this would motivate me like right man's got a private jet like you've got a rage you know? <laughs> <laughs> I just I had to think look I don't need to be seeing this man you know what yeah. I'm happy for them yeah. I celebrate them in it but yeah yeah I don't need to be seeing this you know yeah. I had to kind of be um intentional about that because I realized that when I was going through my lows now, I'm looking at that thinking, boy, man, like, when's my time coming? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you get what I'm saying? So, but I had to be honest with myself to say, look, this ain't motivation. Like, yeah. I'm just looking for bearing myself, in it. Do you know? Yeah. yeah. That's real. That is very, very real. Um, Q Wilson's coming with the fire today. Q Wilson said, if we choose to explore i feel like this is poetry like if we choose to explore (laughs) you open yourself up to see anything that is like poetic mic drop content if we choose to explore you open yourself up to see anything and i think this is a reference to the explore page on instagram which i feel like is it's the wild west like you don't know what you're gonna get it sounds good for like 
the world. Like if you yeah. choose to explore, you open yourself up to anything. But when you <laughs> yeah. get into the explore page, if you choose to explore, you open yourself up to anything. That's, that's right. What, that's how it sounds in my ears. That's literally it. What do you guys think about the explore page and how do you guys actually engage with hey. the Know that actually. Let's talk that about page, that. Yeah. It's problematic. I'm not gonna lie. You just <laughs> that page is a problem still, I'm not gonna lie. I think you know what I realized with that page, yeah, like you could just get caught up. You see one thing, you're thinking, well, okay, let me see what it's about before you know mm. it. Somewhere else you're thinking, what am I even doing here? Mm. And before you know it, you've wasted so much time, you know, on it. And it can be it doesn't even have to be anything negative, like it could be with anything, but it just yeah, that page. And there are stuff there that are definitely not conducive for a Christian. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, that that page is definitely dangerous. Mm. Yeah, it's like I said, my explore page now it looks like it's mostly just street photography, mm. a little portrait photography, and now it's getting really churchy because mm. the more stuff that I'm doing, the more people yeah. are following me. Mm. So it's getting really like I'm talking about like white Jesus churchy. Like, from, like, from like everywhere so it's like what does that even mean <laughs> like jesus in like a white thing with a blue sash he's got a heart coming out of his chest it's like, <laughs> pictures like that that say follow your dreams or something that has nothing to do with what that could possibly you know so like for the most part i i, I try to keep it how it is but like yeah you you will go down a rabbit hole you like see something funny and it's like, haha, that's funny. And then you've lost 30 minutes of your life. Yeah, 100%, 100%. <laughs> you know, so like, You start going to investigate, like, well, okay, let me see this page. Before you know it, you're yeah. dead. <laughs> <laughs> so I try, I try, I try, I try not to, because it's, it's, for me, it's just problematic. I try not to. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, like, so, I try not to as well. Cause I'm, I'm in a very, interesting space because obviously the content i put out is about like fashion and mm. hair but i'm obviously there more from a, a christian perspective i'm not just trying to talk about hair for hair sake so i get a lot of hair stuff which is fine for the most part but then the fashion part is where it gets really off key because mm. like the algorithm doesn't understand modest fashion like that and so at times the stuff it shows me i'm just like i don't want to see this even as a female i don't want to be seeing people that are half naked Mm. i don't want to be seeing people who are just the styles there but the Mm. the standards are not there if that makes sense and so they try to show me a lot of that and so yeah just to stay away not to even get my my head to be what's the word exposed to it and also um i don't want it to influence me because sometimes it's not necessarily that you will see something and be like oh i wanna i wanna try this or like i like this but sometimes it's just the fact that it can influence you to be like oh my gosh this is popular why is that popular what's going on there and the, the curiosity is enough mm. need to know you know what let me not so most times i nowadays like i can forget the explore page exists because i try to stay in my dms but that's again because I'm very active on my page, so I'll post things in my stories. So by the time I come back to Instagram, people respond to my stories and my DMs. So I can pretty much hang out in my DMs and just on my page mm. because I'm creating content. So they keep me busy. But if you're someone who's not, or you're just kind of roaming around, you go to your likes, there's nothing much updated. You go to your DMs, no one's in your DM. 
naturally you're gonna be like, oh, I need a motive. Then you go to the explore page, if that makes sense. Um, so yeah, I think, yeah, watching that. I agree, and I think, isn't it interesting how Instagram have like really neatly hidden the search inside of the explore page? Yeah. So like if you want to actually search or go to a particular account, yeah. unless you're going to go and dig through your followers or the people that you're following, if you're looking for like a hashtag or something, mm-hmm. it's like you have to almost go through that potentially dangerous alley in order to mm. get to the search bar. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, because like even with the way that I use it, the thing is the majority of the content that I, so I've got three different accounts that I use Instagram for. One is for business. One is just my personal burner account, which I use to test things out um and then obviously the reason to behold platform as well and so having three completely different platform or three different um instagram accounts that i use they're all fine-tuned in very different ways so the reason to behold one is the majority of the content you see is very clean again like christian content christian memes all of that stuff and that's that's based Mm -hmm. on intentionality as well of knowing Mm things about the algorithm things that kind of were mentioned earlier on about how to fine-tune your feed mm-hmm. um the business account again is very fine-tuned to the context of the business that we have which is in the tech space um and so as a result of that i'm constantly seeing things to do with tech um and those related mm-hmm. contents apart from some of the businesses that are maybe local that we engage with as well and then after that my burner account that one is the one that has the potential to be the wild wild west just because it's 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 the account i use to test things out and all of that kind of stuff it's yeah it's it's, yeah that one can get messy (laughs) but even knowing that i know that that account i have to be very intentional like i'm i'm not really trying to go to the search page period like i've got other accounts that i can use for that um and I think at the same time, if I ever am going to have to go to search on any of the accounts, it's like I almost have to mentally remind myself, okay, you're about to go through a dark zone. So mm. get ready to get through and just hit the button quickly on the search bar so that it maximizes and you don't have to see whatever else is beneath it just in case. Because that's how Instagram is. Every now and then, they like to sprinkle a little yeah, a little wild just, one just to yeah, see what yeah. you might do. And the moment yeah. you hit that, the moment you click that, mm. the moment you stop your scroll and allow that video oh, yeah, to play finished. for a little bit, even if you don't maximize it, Instagram right. is learning. Mm. <laughs> Say again, bro. Yeah. Literally, Instagram is learning because it's it's all like artificial intelligence. It's mm. the, the platform. As much as we use the platform, the platform is using us, um, yeah, and that's 100%. that's when you now start getting to the commercial side of how. Mm. <clears throat> excuse me of how it makes commercial sense for instagram to learn as much as they can about every single user yeah. so that businesses and people that pay to run ads can actually mm. pay them for effectively helping them meet the people that they really want to meet but that is a whole nother conversation yeah um <laughs> but yeah so the next question we've got here is what is the instagram algorithm and how can i use it to my advantage so not everybody knows what the algorithm is or how to use it to your advantage or anything no one even some people don't even know what it is period so what would you guys say to explain that from your point of view if you know what it is and how would you advise someone to use it to their advantage i'm waiting for Nash to finish drinking water so she can tell us 
to tell you what, bro. I think we all are, bro. All of creation is here waiting for us to give us the insights. No, I don't really have much to say. Like, what can I say? The algorithm is is was a computer generated machine which learns our behaviors and patterns on the app, and it works differently for different people. I guess as a I, from a content creator point of view, the algorithm. Um, it makes decisions based on how users use the app based on what they would determine to be popular content content that's interesting to people um content that um gets the most views gets the most likes like it knows all of that kind of stuff and at times when you post content as a content creator um you may have like me i've got six thousand followers on instagram right which sounds like oh my gosh a lot of people however if i post a picture the algorithm does not show my picture to all six thousand people that follow me they will show it maybe to the first like one percent if that one percent engage with my picture and like it then they up it to the next one percent the next one percent the next two percent next it's in increments so you work hard you create all your content and then you release it to the world here's my art or here's my business or here's the prayer that the lord told me to pray over you generation or here's my sermon that i have been slaving for for six months for this one piece of revelation mm. you now release your instagram tv video with all of your backlights all the stuff you've been saving up to get from amazon mm. you release your content but they don't even show it to the people who want to see it and i think this mm. is what amazing about the algorithm the fact that these people have made conscious decisions to follow me for whatever it whatever reason whether it be hair content Christ, fashion, they've like, hey, I want to see what Nash is saying. But when I do release something, they're not even shown the content. And only time, <laughs> the only time, um, like places like Instagram, even YouTube does this as well. So let's, yeah, well, that's another comment. <laughs> um, so when, um, when they see like, oh, wow, let's say 10% of the people who've shown it to have favorably engaged with this piece of content, they then start to show it to more people and then eventually get onto the explore page. Mm. when they're like oh so many people seem to be engaging with this commenting liking saving sharing it you might want to see this too so that's mm. how you can get yourself onto the explore page when there's engagement so that's why there's almost this thing of work for the work for the gram work for the app because you want to create content that people will want to share you want to create content that people will want to comment on because when they comment you don't get the reach you don't get the engagement you don't get so it's like a, it's like a canyon effect if that makes sense like a knock-on effect mm. one thing affects another it's another thing and so years ago it wasn't like that years ago instagram was all about just sharing where you were here's my little drink from lunch or here's my outfit of the day or it was just very just sharing scenery like oh here's a location of where i am right now and there was no pressure the algorithm was not what it is today people just saw your content so it was very it was just easy for people to just say, oh, I like that, and comment. Whereas now, it's almost like they want people to keep working hard. So you mm. get penalised. And so then that's where from I see the pressure from the side of being a content creator, where you're kind of like, I'm here for Jesus. I'm here, here for my business. I don't care about the likes. I don't care about the this. You start there. But then as you're doing work, you're doing your stuff for your business, you're doing stuff for your ministry, you're doing stuff for whatever, you even have a clear goal as to why you're on there. Because the app is designed for us to be social. If you don't 
engage with other people, comment on other people's stuff and all the rest of it, they kind of penalise your account again because they want you to be social. They don't want you just to come and post and disappear. So you won't get the views and you won't get the likes. And if you don't know what you have, whether it be your business or your, your whatever you're doing, if you don't know who you are in Christ, if you don't have that kind of anchor where you know who you are and what you're about, you can get very discouraged and I've, I've experienced it um, over the years where I just get very like but I'm putting my heart and soul into this and mm. people are not even seeing it it's not even that they see it and they decide oh I don't like it they're not even seeing it so that's not the people's fault that is the gates of the algorithm's fault that people are not even seeing my stuff and then it's almost like that's where you get people being a lot more like can you share my content can you save it can you like it da, 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 da. because the more your people who have seen it engage with it instagram will tell them this is good content let's sh- let's shine it out let's let the world know about this mm. so it's almost like instagram is all about popularity it's not about how mm. good your art is it's not about how true how um good quality of things is that's not necessarily what what you're getting judged on it's all about popularity and we know from school the people that are popular are not necessarily the ones that are getting the grades not with the Mm. nicest people sometimes in school the people that were popular they were just popular because maybe they were good looking maybe they had money maybe they had the latest clothes whatever it was made them popular and if you wanted to roll with the popular people some people had to work hard to get to that spot to sit Mm. on the table with them kind of thing and so for me i feel like instagram feels like school to me sometimes um Mm. just the the pressure to to want to be in um especially if you you don't have an in like you don't have a community or a tribe offline and you come online searching for other people that are Mm like-minded searching for other people who like natural hair like you and whatever so you post your picture about natural hair because you're trying to find other ladies that like natural hair but then your picture's not getting views your picture's not getting liked it's not getting reshared then you'll feel like wow if only my hair was longer wow if only my hair was thicker if only you may not have started there you could have been very content (laughs) so toxic man so toxic you could have been very content this is the worst thing i've heard in so long listen it's a it's a it's a whole marketing thing behind it and it's very strategic everything they do and me working in a marketing background i can see the tools and what they do and why they do it so some of it you can use it to work it to your advantage um but at times you almost have to make a decision as to lord how am i going to engage with all of these things that are around me because it's not designed for us to win so how am i going to make it work the best way i can so you just do things as you can do it with excellence show up um you can you know do so many different things hire people to look at your account and you know hire people to manage your account for you sometimes if you've got it like that or if you know you're able to because for me instagram i see it as a job not for me personally because i don't do it full time but i see it in its entirety as a type of job for people um so yeah so that's kind of my little inside scoop and what i've learned over the years and what the algorithm is if that helps anybody it helps i have no contribution because you just educated me <laughs> into depression but... <laughs> I can't. so if everybody watching could just stretch their hands forward towards kadeem and just pray a prayer for his deliverance 
Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, but for real, there's so much in there, and I think it a lot of what you said is a reflection, I think, of your experience as well of being on the platform and having having learned to navigate it through um, through good times as well as bad as well, and having fallen in some of the pitfalls. And I think you know what it's it's such an interesting one because. I feel like there needs to be more awareness amongst us as believers about how Instagram really works because like there are some people who are really putting out high quality content yes. that just isn't getting seen yes. um, and it's not just Instagram it's on all of these social platforms and I think like for me personally one of the things there's two things that help um, that have helped me to see or to learn maybe some of the context about how these platform works two things one my wife um and a lot of her exposure for those who don't know she's got a marketing background so she like this is this is the stuff that she does professionally and has done with excellence for years um but second to that i've i'm generally very commercially minded so i'm, I'm i think business and so when i look at a platform like instagram i'm thinking okay so where is the money in this yeah and oftentimes when you find where the money is it helps you to understand how the process works what the platform is really about and it gives you the insights to start thinking about how to use it to your advantage because ultimately the people who own instagram facebook mark zuckerberg he's not sitting there just thinking you know what i just really want to create platforms that, that connect people just for the fun of it you know like i've <laughs> He got he got bills to pay, you know. He got a future to think of. He's got a legacy that he's probably trying to lead and live. Um, and so, as much as there may be sometimes good intentions behind these platforms, it has to make monetary sense. It has to make financial sense. And so, when you follow the money, you'll find that there's just so many things that we, as people that are Christians, need to be aware of, so that we can start getting this good content seen more by the people that need to use it because whether if we're not there whether we if we decide to say you know i'm fed up i'm packing it i'm not going to post any content there then trust me the darkness will continue to be dark like there are plenty of people that are willing to post garbage yeah things that will derail and distract and just completely ruin people on their feeds like that's that's just the context that we're in and so if we don't have that that willingness one to to not just be people who are posting but to really educate ourselves to really do the research to sit under teaching do the classes if you need to do the classes there's lots of free information on youtube to help us to understand more about how these platform works and how to use them to our advantage as well so i'm going to just run through some of the comments we've had quite a few comments come in since the last time um prisca said performance pressure is real on instagram very 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 true and adele said that's very true it doesn't necessarily value quality it values the traffic brought, brought to the page and i think that's so true because i think you mentioned it either earlier in this conversation or in one of our many conversations offline but instagram they want you to keep people on the platform their goal is to keep people on the platform because the longer they can keep people on the platform the more people they can keep on the platform the more they can play the middleman and take money from the businesses that are willing to fund ads in order to get in front of those people's timelines and yeah. lead to purchases and things like that. And so 
so yeah so it's so a quality and i think this is the thing about quality as well what we describe as quality in the kingdom is one thing versus what the world will describe as quality and that's something we have to be mindful of as well yeah because there are certain things that we would say is high quality a good sermon something that is a good breakdown of teaching a very bite-sized 30 second clip that somehow manages to explain the gospel in 30 seconds that that is high quality it it takes finesse it takes skill it takes being able to cut out all of the trash (laughs) to condense it into 15 to 30 seconds and to post a reel that's high quality 30 seconds is not enough so when you see people like really like make that happen that's why that's why i started doing like what i do on instagram now my wife was like you can do this you know yeah. i was like okay cool but i'm watching people do it and i'm like how are you doing this Lich, bro and then like, so i'm trying to make like a 30 second video that's 30 minutes of work i'm literally I promise you that is 30 30, minutes you're, you're getting it done in 30 minutes you're good bro like i'm out here taking like, three hours at times yeah <laughs> to get a little 30 I'm second like, you wrote it and now you're trying to record <laughs> it there that's 30 minutes <laughs> so yeah um but yeah, it, 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 that, that's something we would say is valuable, but that's not necessarily something that Instagram would see as valuable. And again, that's where it comes down to who are the people that are watching it? Who are the people that are interested in it? Are there enough people who actually value this stuff? And that's where now our duty as Christians who are consuming content becomes important too, right? Because when we're scrolling through our feeds and we're ignoring anything to do with Jesus, the church, the cross, salvation, or the things that maybe make us feel uncomfortable, but we need to really hear, when we're ignoring that content but we're engaging with the content that is trashy and that is just completely corrupting our flesh we're we're kind of working against the kingdom at large and that's not to guilt trip everybody into watching every christian post but it's just to remind us to think a bit wider about how we engage with these these posts you know if you see someone post a little 30 second piece talking about it's only 30 seconds give it give it a try every now and then you know just give it a little try. What will like, you lose? You ain't gonna pay no money. It's just thirty seconds of your day, you know. <laughs> share, share it as well. Share it. Comment. Share it. Like. Comment. Subscribe. Literally, and and you know what? This is the other thing as well. This is where I think we have to get real and honest with one another as well. Because if you're skipping the content because you think it's whack and you know the person at least to some degree, have a conversation. You know, find ways that you might be able to help them to improve their content. If you think that they're being long-winded, yeah. let them know. If you think that you know they're not getting to the point quick enough let them know and you know don't just be the critic also think about how you can be the solution Mm. because you know like we were joking about this content takes a lot of time to create you know like not even to mention the time that you spend thinking trying to think of the concepts trying to research different things it takes a lot of time so the little 30 second rule or 15 second rule that you see you don't necessarily realize how much has gone into it so so much guys i'm happy to share so much (laughs) (laughs) yeah um back to the comments orlando said that is why some people who started out making good content end up doing something like wearing less clothes because they unfortunately get more views talk about it yeah talk about it yeah yeah so much to say on this one yeah literally do you want to say something? No. <laughs> we'll save that one for a live stream on Set Apart Style. 
Sharetta put her hand up and I think it was when I remember seeing this comment coming in when we were talking about creating good content but it not being shared with people the people that it's actually made for yeah I think she mentioned something as well in the comments ah so that's really frustrating to know man that like ah, you're right. the stuff that you put out it doesn't like 1% and then if that 1% likes it then another for 1% sure. and then if another what are you talking about that is that's frustrating yeah, yeah, yeah. There are there are ways around it which I share a little bit more, but yeah. Mm. Save that one for the workshop. Good ways or like devil worship, like. <laughs> devil. Like what kind of? Huh? Better part ways, kingdom ways. Okay, first time. Kingdom, because there are some, there some are some, some, there are some marketing strategies that I actually think they are good because they actually enforce principle and um, kingdom principles. Mm. Um, and stuff like for example yes they show it to the only the first one percent but then the question is why did that one percent not engage with what you was doing like yeah is it that your content was too fast is it that it didn't it it didn't it it was too long-winded so they didn't have time to sit down and watch so again it's about understanding your audience which i think is a kingdom principle and it's a very godly thing to do It's, it's it's sometimes as christians especially if you're a teacher you can get very here's my message receive it here's Come my on. message receive it whereas that's not relational and our mm-hmm. god is a relational god he's about understanding so for me that's the part of marketing that i really respect and i like because it's a case it's a case of seek to understand your audience who are you talking to where are they mm. at what are that what are their pains why would they stop to watch your video where are they in their in their day are they at work and then you post your put your video while they're on their a work call. So they wanna see it but they can't because they're at work and then they say, yeah. I'm gonna come watch Kadeem's video later but they forget because we're so busy you forget. Mm. So then maybe you post when you know everyone's gonna be at home after they finish work. Yeah. Then I will post it because they're more likely I'm talking to millennials, they're more likely to be relaxed, scrolling. Do you see what I mean? So it's all about understanding right. who are you actually talking to and when you picture a person you're speaking to everything you're saying in your video everything you're trying to communicate becomes so personal the way Mm. our god is personal god is not just scattering and whoever catches it catches it yeah when he meets with you and he and he captures your heart it's so personal that Mm -hmm. it changes your whole world do you Mm. know what i mean and that's where for example you will find people dming you saying bro that that exact word was for me yeah, that yeah. message was for me yeah. although you didn't know the person but it's like you, you're partnering with God when you're doing your content like God this is for someone so mm. as I'm doing this 30 second reel which parts do I need to have in it God and when do I post it so it, you start to become a bit more strategic in how you do things so then when you post it it doesn't mean the millions are going to come like let's not get to it this is not our home however <laughs> the, that one percent are more likely to be like yo bro this is lit share it mm. forward it because they actually value what you said and then yeah do you see what i mean so it's not that it's just oh no one's seeing it i'm upset sometimes it's a case of no you did good well done but how could you make it more relatable to your audience for sure so, what resonates with me is the the, the knowing your audience yeah. aspect of that that's what resonates with me the most because like uh, people are not gonna like that i'm saying this but here it comes anyways when you like read scripture, when you read the book of Acts, like every other page, if not every page, is Paul standing up somewhere in the middle of somewhere mm. to 
start yelling about the gospel. Mm. And when you check the context, he's usually standing somewhere that uh, is designated for people to yell about their beliefs mm. or anything like that. Mm. Um, he's usually standing in a place like that. So it's 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 to the uninitiated or to the untrained, it looks like he's just going places and yelling. Right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But to the person who's been studying the scripture and Greek history and you understand what I mean, you know that yeah. no, the the Areopagus. That's yeah. a place that's designated for talking about law, talking about religious issues and all that. So yeah. you see that, right? So again, people are not going to like that I'm saying this, but I think that the most um, inefficient form of evangelism is street evangelism. In my personal, that is my personal feeling. And some people will argue with me and say, oh, but I win souls off street evangelism. Praise God for that. Mm-hmm. Mm. one soul you won this quarter <laughs> 500,000 people that you understand what I mean and it's like yeah, hey yeah, yeah. whatever you were doing you prayed to the Holy Spirit and he used you and this was the yield that was available from this crop with this inefficient archaic <laughs> twisted form of evangelism you understand yeah. what I mean Yeah. so when we're talking about knowing our audience the whole thing is people who like sounds like I'm basic, but people have like a base form of understanding of what it comes to mean, of what it means to, to, to come and share the gospel. They will go and they will stand on those street corners and we're not living in a day and an age like Paul where, you know, even then when Paul was where he was, everybody was coming because they wanted to hear ideas. If you didn't want to hear ideas, you went fishing. If you didn't want to fish, you went farming. You understand what I mean? But if you were there, you were coming to hear ideas. Man, we got this place here in Toronto called like uh, Young and Dundas. And it's like Times Square, except like 10 times smaller. But like it's street preachers out there all the time. And at at, at Young and Dundas, uh, Dundas Square, we call it. People are trying to go to the mall. People are trying to go to H&M. People are trying to go to food court. People are trying to um, cross over here so that they can get to the government building. People are trying to... No part of anybody who's down there is trying to come and listen to you except for the people who want to stop and argue with you and refute what you're talking about. Those are the only people who stop. (laughs) You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's that's when I I hear somebody saying, know your audience, that's Mm. the kind of stuff that comes to my mind because I'm out here and I'm like... It, it, for me, it comes down to like um, when I when I click a uh, a video and I'm like, I wonder where I got this. Sometimes I got it because there's 30 hashtags in there, and one of them says Jesus. Next one says porn. Next one says candy. Next one says you, understand, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. That's a picture of you not knowing your audience and just trying yeah. to reach everyone yeah. at one time. Yeah. No strategy. Yeah. No excellence. Come you see on. what I'm saying? Talk about it, so, man. I know, like the street evangelists are gonna come for me tonight. No, but you no, know what? What you're saying, what you're saying, is the stuff that I think we need to hear, man. Especially when it comes to excellence strategy. Like, yeah, I feel like this is definitely something that we need to talk about a lot more because, like, even on the whole thing about knowing your audience, some of the principles that it reminds me of from scripture is seeking to serve rather than being served. Like we can be so selfish at times with the way that we use these platforms where just like Nash described it's like hear me hear me hear me this is what I have to say this is my latest thought this is all about me 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 and you're just literally pumping your stuff out 
mm-hmm. with no thought about the end user yeah and like it's so important to really that's how we love one another if we really are like if if our platforms are really things that we are using as an extension of how we spread god's kingdom and his way um whether directly or indirectly we have to think about the people that we're we're trying to reach and in doing that that means that there are going to be certain things that you will do which won't appeal or benefit every single person because like yeah man specialize like know the particular person that you're trying to reach back to the comments the comment that i missed as well from um sharetta earlier she said they say follow the pages and subscribe to the channels you like and they make it even harder for you to see the content from that page those pages that is so so frustrating is that (laughs) i never wanted to hear that today at all that's the most frustrating thing it's so terrible yeah we'll have to keep it 100 this is the only way to win yeah man for sure um yeah we checked that one already orlando sorry adele i think i read that one already right yeah um adele said you're spot on orlando harris it's about what sells so i don't think you read that whilst we were speaking earlier this one oh sorry i didn't hear this one that is why some oh, yeah, people yeah, who started out making oh, good content. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. Sorry. For sure, for sure. Um, Adele agrees with that as well. It's, it's about what sells. Lomi me so eye-opening, Nash. Learning the importance of supporting good Christian content so it goes to the ends of the earth. Talk about it, man. Yeah. You ain't even got to be a content creator, you know. You can literally just be a consumer who, if you know you're going to be on the platform anyway just support your brothers and sisters you know if you're watching this live stream right now this is a great chance for you to practice what we're talking about share this Very everywhere oh, i'm gonna change my ways <laughs> i repent of this not stopping like. for 15 seconds <laughs> drop a comment <laughs> subscribe <laughs> turn the notification bell on <laughs> we need it. um Priska said, right on Nash, on Set Apart Styles Live, the ladies mentioned something that I've been meditating on ever since, which is Instagram only reveals what's going on inside of us. We have to be intentional and sincere on what we want out of this space as believers and leave the rest to God. The algorithm won't end me, I beg. <laughs> Literally. And I think, you know, it's true because if you're somebody who knew nothing about the algorithm and you're hearing all of this information right now about this AI that is learning about everything that will make you work till kingdom come in order to show it to even 10% of the people that are following you, it can be really discouraging. But I think part of the thing that we have to remember as believers is that, you know, Abba, our father, he is in the business of taking the two fishes and five loaves that we bring and using it to multiply and and reach and feed way more people than we ever would have expected it to and so i think it's a fine balance of knowing that we do our part to research to understand to educate ourselves and to understand the people we're trying to reach and create content that is best suited for them if you're a content creator um but then also knowing that we as much as we know the algorithm's real and that we have all these things that we do in light of it the bigger thing is that we know that god can take any piece of content and make it reach the people that it needs to reach regardless of the algorithm the algorithm is not bigger than god that's it our god is bigger than the algorithm and so that doesn't mean we ignore the algorithm but it means that we do our piece yeah. and we trust god to be able to multiply it 
Orlando said, but what about the four souls? The person sowed seeds and it fell where it fell. Mm. I think that one's so at you. Orlando, you. <laughs> Orlando's, Orlando's my virgin. Yeah. Orlando's my virgin. He's a, he's, he's a pastor also here in Toronto. Yeah. Uh, Let, before you, before you say anything. I'm he's going to press me because he's a teacher. He's but, definitely yeah, pressing yeah. you right now, bro. Only know, one out so of the four souls received the seeds. So should we limit our audience by only focusing on a particular audience or just spread the gospel and whoever has an ear to hear will hear only one out of the four soils? So here's what I think. And I, is there more to that? Or? No, no, that's it. That's it. Is that it? Okay. Yeah. So here's what I think. And here again, more people can get mad at me, right? Mm. So we're taking the time to stand at these what what do you guys have a place in london for example that's like speaker's corner speaker's corner yeah it's in i think it's literally called speaker's Speaker's corner Corner, yeah it's literally called speaker's corner say again is it not a carnival no 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 no. there's actually a space you might not know as well then that there's space in central london known as speaker's corner where you're allowed to legally speak literally people go there and they just project their ideas out loud debate you might see if you search on youtube you'll see different people that are there as well people that are christians non-christians muslims buddhists whatever you are like new age whatever your ideas are it's like a place that is almost universal oh it's marble arch cena said in the comments it's universally known as a place that you like you can literally just share ideas and exchange like all of that so i think it's right but I don't think that's actually what you asked me now that I think about it. You're asking the pace no, that you describe. No, no, that's 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 exactly what I'm asking. I mean, like, yeah. it, I'm, I'm asking if it's like that. Because, like, so Dundas Square is, like, is, yeah, that's it's, like, like Times Square. It's not designated for people to so speak. Yeah, so we can. So yeah, so we have, so yeah. we have um, yeah, I guess more, like, Westfield. I guess if someone knows, place. if anybody knows, if I don't know if it is, like, I think maybe it is designated because, like, there is one corner on which people are allowed to, yeah, that one, there's like one corner by by the H&M where that's right. where all the setup is, right? Mm. So I'm thinking like, this is the way that, I know, I know Orlando's going to press me later, but it's okay. I'm <laughs> thinking like, um, that place exists. Yeah. Okay, no problem. The reason why we have to be at that place is because we Christians are so egotistical and our underwear is so tight Mm. that we can't go into the bars and we can't go into the clubs and we can't mm. go into the lounges and we mm. can't go into the homeless shelters and we can't go into the food banks and we can't go into the soup kitchens to really talk, to really sit down and have engaging conversation with people. So we would rather yell at them what they will mostly perceive as condemnation. And because mm. God shows grace, those seeds are going to fall here, here, and there, and someone's going to pick them up because God shows grace and God is advantageous. Whereas if we went in the soup kitchen, my my um, uh, my, my, my friend, he always says, um, um, no one cares how much you know until they know how much you care. Yeah. Right? So if I'm sitting down in the soup kitchen and I engage somebody in meaningful conversation and I... The preaching of the gospel looks more like me caring about your, your plight. Then it looks like me telling you, hey, careful, because you're on your way to hell for being homeless. What? That's what it sounds like in their ears. You're telling me I'm I'm, I'm going to hell because I'm in a I'm in a lower class of society where I, I you know I can't shower, so I can't go into your church building. Mm-hmm. And that kind of thing. Or they're gonna look at me and I don't want to get looked at. It's because our mm-hmm. underwear is too tight, Richard. That's all it is. 
us Christians, we have too much of a stick up ourselves so that we can't go where people really need us to go. And that's why it's easier to stand up on a street corner. Yeah. yeah. It's not what we're supposed to be talking about, but that's why it's easier. No, no, no. But it's still good. You see what I'm saying? It's still good. And you know what? I actually want to bring us to to look at the scriptures um, where this actually is, because I think I think it, the context begs for something slightly different. Um, Matthew 13 from verse 18 says, Hear then the parable of the sower. When anyone hears the word of the word of the kingdom and does not understand it, the evil one comes and snatches away what has been sown in his heart. This is what was sown along the path. As for what was sown on rocky ground, this is the one who hears the word and immediately receives it with joy. Yet he has no root in himself, but endures for a while. And when tribulation or persecution arises on account of the word immediately, he falls away. As for what was sown among thorns, this is the one who hears the word, but the cares of this world and the deceitfulness of riches choke the word and it proves unfruitful. As for what was sown on good soil, this is the one who hears the word and understands it. He indeed bears fruit and yields, in one case a hundredfold, in another sixty, and in another thirty. So, okay, first thing, just that last part, it's interesting because why I would push back is because even though it seems like it's one out of four, the fruit of that number one kind of outdoes the rest of the four. Um, so I don't think that the statistics are that bad in the long run. Um, but I think more importantly, those four different things described are more to do with the person receiving it as opposed to the person scattering the seed and so that's going to happen whether you're strategic or not you know you can be strategic and do everything you can to target people who identify as believers who you would expect to engage in some level with the content and value it but that doesn't take away from the fact that even amongst those people there are going to be the people who the deceitfulness of riches are what is consuming them or who don't understand the message um so like if you really want to get really strategic part of something that i try to do is even look at things like this parable and say to myself when i'm creating content and even just engaging with people how can i help to ensure that i've done my best to avoid the person receiving it not understanding it you know how do i do my best to make sure that I'm able to discourage somebody on the end of this conversation or this content from falling into the deceitfulness of riches and having that choke out the, the the good seed that has been sown. How do I, like that's literally, I think, almost even a strategic way that we can flip this and use it to our advantage so that we can be more strategic. And, um, and I think, you know, like, <laughs> I think for the person that does go out on the street corner, or not even the street corner, someone who goes outside of the shopping center or whatever it is and just starts shouting, 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 not thinking about their end user or the person who goes on Instagram and doesn't think about strategy but just blasts all of their atheist, Buddhist, all these different people and just hopes that something comes back. One thing that I will say is that I believe God still sees that this person is actually taking action because part of our problem as believers isn't that we are all so far forward rushing to go into the labor into the harvest to do the labor that is needed no there's many of us sitting on our couches when we really should be actually doing things and being on these platforms doing the work and so for me i still commend the person who is out there doing their madness in the middle of nowhere (laughs) and only getting one because it took me a long time to commend those people because all i see is them yelling and making people angry 
So I had to <laughs> recover sure. from that. And now it's for like, sure. it's more like, number one, who am I to judge another man? So, yeah. so if they're convicted and God is allowing them to, then, you know, for sure. I'm not going to tell God you might be wrong. For sure. Right? For sure. It's chapter one. Chapter two, I'm not doing it. And this, and this is, and this is it because I'm not doing it either. Like, and I, and I nearly at one point thought that that was what I needed to do in order to do the work. But well, I used to do it. <laughs> like, and I have done it as well. Like, yeah. But, but I think it's it's literally knowing that we can we can salute and say, you know what, you're doing something which is better than being on your couch playing PlayStation, twenty four seven. Playing PlayStation is not necessarily evil. I'm just saying, you know, the people that have given their lives to that rather than the work. But, you know, that's one thing. Um, but then it's also another thing now thinking about, okay, so I'm somebody who is going to take action. So how do I strategically, like, because for me, I'm going to be honest, yeah. I definitely want to hear, well done, my good and faithful servant. And I definitely want to know that when I, when I meet <laughs> my maker, I want to know that I was as efficient as possible to reach as many as possible and to have been used to convert and draw in as many as possible. That's just the angle I am. I'm a competitive person like that. And I'm not competing with other people in the kingdom, but I'm saying we live in a day where we have things like Instagram, Facebook, social media, where we can reach a worldwide audience in seconds. You know, like I can sit in my room (laughs) and I can literally reach countless people in seconds without having to take a step outside of my front door and for me i look at sometimes i think the disciples the early church they if (laughs) when they're looking down on us with what we have access to now they must think what are you guys doing you know and yesterday my my dude said we were gonna call sorry my my, my dude yesterday we're gonna call and he goes we know more about scripture than the apostles ever did come on so he's talking about Old Testament and he's talking about there was no New Testament. So he said, we know more yeah, about yeah. than the apostles ever did. That was like, that's something that, that will keep you awake at night. If you know <laughs> <the words. laughs> You see what I'm saying? Yeah. That will yeah. keep you awake. Yeah. You know, one thing that like, I like, there's one scripture that I stop whatever I'm doing, whenever it occurs to me, and I think about it. Mm. Where, um, the, the parable of the talents mm. one had five one had four one had one and the man who had one said I, I knew you're harsh yeah. he, yo he said God is serious about his business man and mm. I can't just play with the work of God I'd rather just not like engage until mm. I'm sure I know what I'm doing mm. than like play with God's stuff mm. and then one day God came upon him and said what did you do with what I gave you and he said to God no, I, I knew you were serious about this and I didn't want to mm. risk messing up so i just left it alone and Mm. god said to him at the very least you could have gone to church at the very least you could have um spoken to your family brother at the very least you could have lived a good christian life even if it was legalistic at the very least you could have had like (laughs) a theory you see what i mean yeah the master said to the servant at the very least you could have put my money in the bank so that it would have gotten some interest Mm. And because he didn't even do that, because he just gave the master back, the master was always going to get back what he got, what he gave. Mm. The Bible says that um, my word shall not return to me void. Mm. So it will return to him, but under what circumstances? Mm. You see what I'm saying? So that's definitely something that I stay awake and think about yeah. some nights, especially if like I noticed that a whole day went past and 
how to do nothing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? For sure. For sure. I'm just going to run through some of the comments as well. Um, Adele said, that's very true, bro. When I was on Insta write, for writing, I'd pray at times before I'd post. And it would usually be those ones where I'd have people in my DMs with comments like, sis, I really needed that. Talk about it. See how God can take your stuff further than you ever thought it would go. Basically emphasizing about in being intentional. Um, this I think was about Speaker's Corner. Yes, it is de- designated. My partner actually mentioned it, Speaker's Corner to me today. No Mimi said sounds more Oxford Circus. Orlando, I don't know what part it was to, but he said facts. And he said, Yes, we need to go and do work. A platform such as this one is so important for both believers and non-believers. Power to the people. The problem is that, as you said, we do know more about scripture, but less about people. I need to know how to speak to you in order to reach you. Oh, that's real. By knowing about you, I may realize that I am not the right person to reach you. And I'll do more harm trying to force the gospel down your throat. That is real talk. And doesn't that, doesn't that offend, doesn't that offend our pride? Like doesn't offend our flesh to be able to humble yourself enough to actually acknowledge that I am not the solution for this person. I'm not the best vessel or tool for this person, but this person might be like to know where we need to be wise enough to signpost people to other places, other people. And dare I say, even other local churches and environments that are different from our own and i think this is where that kingdom synergy really comes in like where we lose the focus on building our own names and our own ideas and we make it like an intentional point about just seeing the kingdom network and seeing that it's about putting people in the right environment that's going to help them for the right amount of time because that could even mean at times you know this person might be walking with me running with me for years and then it gets to a stage when it's like it's not going to be efficient for you to stay here anymore. You need to move on. Let me encourage you to go somewhere else. Like, are we willing to kick people out of the nest? Are we willing to really encourage maturity in the faith? Um, anyway, that's another live stream. Um, Zena said, Orlando, that's so true. My hubby says you must win the heart before you ask for their hand. What do you guys think about that? that's good yes arnold kingdom mentality is key yes yes my sister so i'm gonna shift on to one of the next questions Ooh, we go in there i find non-christian content more entertaining and better quality than some christian content why so whack with the church let's talk about this yes this question i like What do you like about it, bro? I liked all the other questions too, but this one, this is pressing. <laughs> this is pressing in such a way that like, so the quality part bothers me, right? So, um, about like a year or two into my, my marriage, my wife was like, yo, I, I need you to take pictures of me. And I was like, why? And she was like, I just need you to take pictures of me, okay? I'm a YouTuber. Mm. Let's take the pictures. And I was like, okay. And so I started taking the pictures and I realized I had a propensity for it. And so I was like, well, let me learn about this and see if I can make money with it. 
Mm. And um, I like invested like over a thousand hours into Photoshop and Lightroom, just learning how to do it. Um, and with like the rinky dink camera that I had, I built a small little photography company, right? Oh and then from there, I was able to buy a, a better camera, right? Yeah. And like, I think in the first few years, I think we, we invested in like, um, like $3,000 worth of photography equipment. That's like, mm -hmm. I don't know, like 1800 pounds. I don't know. I don't know how this works, but it's not, <laughs> <laughs> but it is what it is. Anyways, I invested in like a lot of like photography equipment. Um, and the reason why I invested in the photography equipment is because I knew that what I had was good. Mm. and it was going to get the job done and it was the tools and the resources that i needed to get the job done mm. but i knew that i needed lights and i knew that i needed reflectors and i knew that i needed off-camera flashes because i wanted to be excellent you understand what i mean i wanted to reflect the excellence of my craft and i wanted to reflect the excellence of my skill sometimes you go on youtube you go on instagram you go on facebook you go on whatever somebody's doing to host something, and all you hear is bear their kids or or car horns or mm -hmm. whatever kind of noise and a fuzzy screen that's doing this. <laughs> because they just want to pick up their phone and communicate the gospel however they please, whenever they feel like it. Mm -hmm. No spirit of excellence. And mm -hmm. that lack of a spirit of excellence um, is killing half the church. Whereas the other half of the church that has that spirit of excellence, there there has to be a balance because the other half of that church oh that has that spirit of excellence, they're yeah. pouring so much into the aesthetic yeah, yeah. that that excellence requires that they're preaching water, not even milk. Every Sunday, <laughs> Sunday out, water, water, water. Because yeah. we've made sure the aesthetic is so blessed, there's no time for a pastor to study or pray. One person told me a while ago that, um, you know, there's a traveling evangelist. They said he he had to pour a lot into his ministry in the in the early days. You think with all the traveling he does, he has time to to, to pray or study his Bible? I was like, <laughs> he doesn't pray. He doesn't have devotion. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll try and make sure he doesn't lay hands on me. But <laughs> you understand know what I mean? It's because we lack a spirit of excellence, and then when we do have a spirit of excellence, we take it overboard, and that's where we start to fall off from our christian values and now it's all about because mm. i can like just on one hand start mm. counting off youtubers and instagrammers who they started off with christian content mm. and then i know one who like all she talks about is camera stuff now all mm. she talks about is camera gear and like you wouldn't even know that it's a christian channel it has nothing no part of any of that you see what i'm mm. saying mm. so um on the one hand yeah everybody else's stuff is more interesting because they for some reason are willing to to do the work to strike a balance between excellence and communicating what they want to communicate mm. whereas we we kind of pick one or the other mm. you know we as christians we kind of pick one or the other we 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 have a hard time walking with the holy spirit and with the spirit of excellence so mm. we just offer whatever we want david said i will not offer to the to the lord that which cost me nothing. We don't yeah. think like that. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So, yeah, that's my take. I'm talking to me too. That's why like... No, for sure. <laughs> you know? For sure. And 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 I think this is where... There, there really are two sides to it and the balance is needed because 
one, we do need to do the things that we need to do to invest and do our best to create good quality content with whatever we have because that's what it is it's being faithful with what you have right so if if your if your account says you only have access to 200 pounds that you can afford to invest in this thing then you go buy that 100 pound camera and maybe that 10 pound lapel mic and you use it you know what i mean be faithful with that and be consistent with it and at the end of the day this is the other thing as well right for that person it's not like using the low quality stuff in their situation will limit people from getting the content because there will be people that we bless like there's some content i've created with the most whack equal like whack i remember i had an iphone that i was using at one point to do some of my youtube videos and like it was so busted that you could hear there was like a buzz on the microphone when i was <laughs> recording and when i think about some of the feedback that i got at the time because of it i'm like wow praise god for that but to be honest with me, but to be honest with you, sorry, I didn't need to operate that level. I could have afforded to invest in better equipment, which I then did later on as well. And so I think it's literally about looking at your personal situation and doing the best you can with what you have. And then at the same yeah, time, being excellent with what you have. Yeah, exactly. And and that's I think that's the way that God will match. Because even with the parable of the talents, he didn't say, oh, well, this person that produced the five more is 10 times better than the person that created that did nothing with the one like it wasn't like that it was you were measured according to what you had and what you did with it and and i think that's how it comes down that's what it comes down to with this whole conversation but then at the same time also realizing that even with our excellence and the high quality stuff that we usually execute on there may be times where you need to just pick up a camera and just talk and go live and maybe not have all of the the hoops and hurdles that you normally have but you just got to do what you got to do and equally it's about your context and knowing what's right for for what you're doing but i i'm a big believer though in quality and i think that out of the two sides i think there's probably more of us who aren't doing or executing on a higher level when we have the means to do so we're not investing in in these things and i think we should be doing more of that um just a few comments on this as well we had Juwan Pastor Juwan Firebombs yeah, man. we got Zena saying maybe more authentic Christian content with ooh, ooh. maybe more authentic Christian content with purpose and intent maybe of better quality and more engaging that's real talk more authentic christian content with purpose and intent shreta said could it be that people aren't as willing to invest the cash when it's christian content because the financial return on investment may not necessarily be there the way it is for a non-faith based uh, non i'm tripping on my words the way it is for non-faith based content that is a really good point that's a hard question <laughs> that's a really good point and a really good question yeah because yeah. go ahead bro no 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 i'm, I'm agreeing with that I'm, I'm agreeing. i don't think i need to say anything else on it i just think it's really good and <laughs> <laughs> i can't fight it i think it's true yeah like because we're dealing with eternal matters right mm. like and we're dealing with using our earthly wealth for a kingdom return and yes sometimes we get an earthly return as well but the greater focus is that we have to be willing to part with our cash on earth knowing that it's to invest for a much bigger kingdom that will never perish so 
Man, this will preach. Sharetta said, I totally believe in starting with what you have, but you definitely have to make the investment as you grow to get better. And she said, exactly. The, the only point that I, that I, that I, I, I want to drive home is whatever you have. Yeah. Be excellent with it. That's right. You know what I mean? If you have that, like, like you said, hundred pound camera. Yeah. If you have that hundred pound camera, that 10 pound mic, be excellent with that. Literally. And then when God gives you the grace, whatever happens, whatever stage of your life you move to, you can get the next thing. Be excellent with that according to the excellence that you can go, according to the mm. message you You know what I mean? Like, I'm guilty of like, a lot of photographers, we buy a new camera and we know what's going on and we don't read the instruction manual. Mm. Because we already know how to do what we're supposed to do. Why should I read the instruction manual? <laughs> because this is a whole other animal. What are you talking about? This is not yeah. the thing that you had last year. Yeah. Right? So... Yeah, be excellent with what you have is what I would say. I totally agree with um, Sharetta. For sure. I hope I'm not missing it. Mispronounce it. Yeah, you said it correctly. <laughs> Sharetta, okay. So I'm going to shift on to one of the next questions. Should Christians only be on Instagram if they're preaching or using it to reach out to the lost? Should Christians only go to Wonderland if they're preaching or using to reach out to the, I don't know what you guys have in, in, in Disneyland should people yeah. only be going to Disneyland so that, you know what I mean yeah so I don't think so that's cool <laughs> that was short and sweet straight to the point anything you want to add to that Nash no <laughs> <laughs> that's fine we like that next question what are some of the biggest dangers you see on Instagram for Christians I think depression, man. And I think, especially given everything that we spoke about tonight, um, I I think it's amplified for the Christian who wants to be a content creator. But on top of the algorithm isn't trying to help you unless you're really grinding. On top of that, the the algorithm is not trying to help you with your Christian content. Right? So it's like, it's like, like a hundred times not trying to help you. And mm. when you pour strength and energy and, and and power and resource and tears and blood and sweat into something and it yields back consistently a minimal crop, yeah. It's difficult. For sure. It's difficult. So I, I definitely think that um despite Instagram being a visual thing and you may think that the the dangers are just obviously about what you can see or what you can. I, I think the, the most potent danger is the, um, the prospect of, de- of depression. That's for the creator, mm-hmm. for, for 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 somebody who's just a consumer, Instagram consumer. Um, I don't know, wasting your life probably. It's wicked easy to waste your life on social media, right? So I think that. That's good. What do you think, Nash? Um, I think the, the one that came to my mind was more so from the point of um, just the different doctrines that you find on Instagram. Um, because I think sometimes as a believer, you also do want to be like, let me just surround myself with more Christian content, Christian influences, Christian, Christian, Christian at times, if you're that way inclined, which is good. Mm. Then at times, you literally are following so many different people, so many different doctrines, and so many different 
um, belief systems and sometimes it can be so conflicting because mm. it goes against the word and I think sometimes the danger that I see for believers as consumers is um, is more the not actually being a Berean mm. but it's like you go to your favourite Christian preacher person and because they have said thus saith the Lord the word says this or this is what the scripture means you just take it kind of thing because mm. it's like you trust their interpretation or you trust their breakdown of the verse or the scripture or the conversation or the topic without really taking it away to then study to show yourself approved mm-hmm. sometimes i feel like there's a danger of people assuming that they're following loads of christian content that they're being discipled mm-hmm. and i think that um yeah it, it can be like a I don't know, it can feel like, yeah, man, you're just surrounded by so much good Christian stuff, but you're not realizing that that one was living, that one was living, this one was living. And so your way of viewing God and your theology is probably taking a little bit of this, a little bit of that, a little bit of that. So now it's like you have all these conflicting beliefs. So for me, it's like when you now go into your real world and you have to apply, um, the word of God in a real life situation you're believing this about God but then you're also believing this about God and then it's like there's a bit of confusion so that's something which is probably a bit more deep but that's something that I think about and I see sometimes like this with the Lord help us as believers when we're on here consuming even from one another that we are actually still testing every spirit as the Bible says Um, and not just eating because someone says Christian in their bio um, yeah. Sure. Yeah. My, um, my, 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 like, first mentor was this uh, Congolese pastor. I remember, like, 10, 12 years ago, he was, like, going to multiple churches or taking in multiple, um, multiple different doctrines at one time without processing them is like eating all kinds of different food right he's like you go to this church this church is kwanda this church is <laughs> this church is this church is Fumba. this church is loso this church is just pili pili you eat them all at the same time you'll get spiritual diarrhea <laughs> didn't really understand understand we didn't really understand what that meant mm. at the time but it was like yeah, you're gonna have like a mental breakdown or something, man. You're gonna like just collapse on what you think you understand spiritually, and then one of two things is gonna happen. You're gonna just give up on God altogether because none of it makes sense, or you're gonna start a cult. There's no in between. <laughs> it's one or the other, right? So it's it's I don't I don't feel like it's any different with Instagram. Right? I agree with Ash like one hundred percent. If you're like um, you know, I'm not gonna call any names, but you're like this ultra charismatic dude over here and and this ultra conservative and this liberal and this and you just take them all because they all seem to agree that jesus is lord and you you don't consider the fact that yeah jesus is lord in their context what that looks like is such and such according to their culture such and such according to the geography you can you can't eat all that it's really gonna mess you up asap mm. right mm. So, yeah, I agree. that's good i think for me probably one of the biggest dangers that I can think of right now other than what you guys have already said is 
the subtle risk of drifting because I think if you're not mindful about the people that you follow, the content that you're consuming, the things you're engaging with every single day, repeatedly over weeks, months, years, then what can happen is slowly little pieces of the things that you're consuming and engaging with can start to influence how you think and how you see the world. And so it becomes very easy to slightly drift away from the true principles that we we stand firm on the kingdom principles and to start to adopt very ungodly and unbiblical principles and ways of seeing life and so so i think that's one of the big ones that i see as well for Mm -hmm. sure okay so we've got one final question which feeds nicely after the question we just asked what are some tips for a christian to use instagram wisely practical tips i think we shared some earlier in in general earlier on in the conversation so if you joined late please go back to the beginning of this conversation um but i do think um in addition to that i think maybe just having a conversation with the lord to know why why are you on instagram are you a consumer are you a contributor if you're a consumer, what should you be consuming at the moment? Are there accounts you need to unfollow? Are there accounts that you need to be following that you're not following because your flesh knows that you don't want to follow that because you're, you don't want the conviction? Um, mm. And also um, just being, and if you are a contributor, obviously that's a whole other conversation because too much to say on that one. But if you're a contributor, please just be a disciple if you're contributing Christian, like, kingdom kind of conversations or whatever you're doing um but yeah i think just finding out why you're on it why you're on instagram in the first place because at the end of the day i think we're all gonna have to give an account for how we lived our lives on earth and Mm. i think how we also stewarded our instagram accounts will come into it yeah for sure for me it's just you want to make sure that when you meet your maker you're, you're you're confident or you're at least happy about your account you used your Instagram account Mm. Um, so yeah I think just live and do life with that in mind Uh, I'm going to have to talk to God about this one day am I happy about this right now? no, yes Mm. yeah I would would say um, the, the time that we're living in the digital world is very much a real world that we we spend time in whether we like it or not. Mm. If it's as small as emails or if it's as huge as uh, social media or engaging digital platforms, we're, we're in it whether we like it or not. Yeah. And in as much as it's a real world, we should navigate it the way that we navigate a real world. Yeah. yeah. So how are you a disciple in the real world? How is your prayer life? How is your fasting? How is your hmm. devotion? How is your fellowship in the real world? All right. Just take that, apply that digitally. Mm. If you have difficulty doing it, mm. then it's the same as any other vice. You're too given over into A, B, or C, right? Mm. Calibrate. Calibrate, mind your convictions, um, and trust God. Follow the Holy Spirit's leading, follow his conviction. For sure. That's real good. I think the only thing I would add is 
similar to the point that we made earlier check who you're following like as a consumer and a creator because even as a creator in some senses you are probably going to be consuming as well and so check who you're following and literally go for it account by account and ask yourself is this an account that is helping me or hindering me um and just be as real as it gets with yourself because yeah eternity is worth more eternity is worth more now i did and i really strictly in my mind did plan to finish with this question but i feel like a good question did come in um that i think would be worth throwing up there just before we close out slightly different tone but the question is random but how do you know what your followers like i think it's a good question how do you know she's always asking the hard questions me i don't know I have no idea until my wife tells me. They don't like when you do crap like this. Do this. <laughs> so me, I'm the wrong one to ask. Nationals. I think I'm going to answer from the classes that I've taken alongside my wife, by my wife, and just a little I've learned in my own experience as well. Um, I think it's just about engaging with them. Like, because this is the thing is that your followers are real people on the other end of the the digital world and so things like engaging with them in the dms um paying attention even to some of the trends as well i know it's difficult because on a spiritual level the likes shouldn't necessarily be a sign of what is actually the kind of thing you should do more of on a spiritual level all the time it's not always a sign of it but then on a practical level it can at times be a good feedback point to actually see how people interact with your content. If you can see that there's three particular types of posts that people have engaged with the most and the ones that really got them commenting, like I posted a new piece of content that was a new style um, a few days back. And very early on, I said to Nash, I've hit something because it was a new style, completely new type of content that I've never done before. And I could see instantly the difference between how people responded to that piece of content versus some of the other content that I um, usually make. Now, does that mean that I'm now going to stop making the rest of the types of content? Of course not, because I'm not going to allow the responses to lead me full stop on what I do and don't do. But at the same time, I will pay attention to the feedback point. I will take it into consideration and think, okay, so if I know this is the kind of thing that seems to hit something and get their attention in some sort of a way, how can I leverage that? Are there ways that I can use this as a tool to get their attention in maybe a slightly different way from the way that I might post some of my other content, which they might not necessarily engage with? And this is the thing. Not everyone's going to like every single type or style of content that you produce. Um... But it's about paying attention enough, I think, to the comments, the DMs, um, and even being willing, if you know these people personally, just to like, just like another human being, get to know them. Like whether that's digitally through DMs and engaging in that sort of a way or personally as well, because the more you get to know someone, the more you can understand about where they're at, what their interests are. And if you really want to go there, you can stalk them too. <laughs> you can pay attention to who they're following and see what type of content they're consuming outside of you. Are you the only Christian um, potential content creator that they're following? Or are there others? 
and you can start to kind of get ideas and synergies and also ask for feedback that's another thing you know be willing to ask for feedback on what they think about your content and they i think those are a few of the things that i i know work any more to add sensei nash no, you hit all the main points that I would say, yeah. Did good. I feel very, very proud that you've learned all these great You things. did good, baby. You did good. Um, and so with that, we're going to wrap it up. Um, thank you guys so much once again for coming out to this live stream. It's been such a pleasure. Um, Lil Mimi said, this is so good, guys. You've given us a lot to chew on. Thank you. And I'm glad to hear that because something that you guys don't necessarily know as you're watching this is that this live stream... When I tell you, it came by fire, by force, through so much difficulty. And this is what we're talking about, how you don't always see the behind the scenes of what went into something actually happening. But it's it's good to see. So again, practicing what I was just saying, Lil Mimi said, this is so good, guys. You have given us a lot to chew on. So that gives me feedback on somebody who's obviously engaging with our content too. But anyway, thank you guys so much for your time. Thank you. If you haven't already subscribed to the channel, please do subscribe if you don't already follow us on all of the platforms it's at reason to behold on instagram podcast as well um, spotify apple podcast everywhere love peace and holy ghost fire baptism <laughs>